0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 88 of Be With Me in the Book of Acts. Uh, I'm going to start today in Acts chapter 13, and I'm going to title today God's Love Language. That is, God is writing us a love letter in today's passage. And the challenge at the end is going to be, do we write the letter back? Now, yesterday, Paul was being reviled that is where you stop arguing the argument and you argue, uh, you make a personal uh, attack. And I'm going to start there. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began to contradict what was spoken by Paul, reviling him. This is Acts 13:45. And Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, saying, it was necessary that the word of God be spoken first to you, since you thrust it aside and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life. Behold, we are turning to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us, saying, I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. Let me just pause here. Now we're going to find out what happens to the early first Uh, approach from the Gentiles, verse 48. And when the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of God, of the Lord. And as many as were appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was spreading throughout the whole region. But the Jews incited the devout women of high standing and the leading men of the city, stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and drove them out of their district. But they shook off the dust from their feet against them and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So we see Paul's response to being reviled, which is boldness, courage, courage, and fearless, fear fearlessness. And... Uh, He continues to proclaim, but changes his target audience to the Gentiles. And we find, at least initially, they are rejoicing and glorifying uh, the word of the Lord. So there's a doctrine of election in this passage today, and that is what I wanted to refer to is God's love language. The language of election in the Bible is God's love language to us salvation certainly is a work of God. And uh, according to this passage, your belief is preceded by something which is appointment. That is God's choice, that we are born in the will of God. We are born of God so that we have the opportunity, the ability to be born again. And May, may we love this doctrine of divine sovereignty or election. Uh, it, it helps us in that he won't let us go because we are born of him, him. And I won't let him go because I am born of him. And it brings, it ends up with great humility. The doctrine uh, of election and even the doctrine of choice uh, leads us to doxology. I love the passage in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Uh, I'll start in verse 1. Working together with him, then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time I have listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. So at the moment of our salvation, because this is a work of God, he is going to have to help us. And, and and we, at the end of this, because of this doctrine of election, end up putting our hands over our mouth because God gives us, Jeremiah 24, 7 says that God gives us, gives hearts to know that I am Lord, that he's kind of the boss of that uh, as well. In Romans, which is a, a big book, uh, a lot of election in there, uh, at the end of chapter 10, He quotes Isaiah, this is from 1020. Then Isaiah is so bold as to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. He's describing this tension between God's desire that all people be saved and that he predestines some to be saved. And he takes no pleasure in the death of the the wicked and that he's patient, not wishing that any should uh, perish. Um, But then he's the boss man. This is Exodus 33, 19. I will be gracious to him uh, to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy And I will, this is the Jeremiah 24 passage again, I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord. So remember that when we hear about election in the Bible, it's God's love language to us. He's writing us a love letter. John 15, 6, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that fruit should abide. So think of this as a love letter from God. Now, then there's a response that's required. Second Thessalonians 2, 9, uh, a group of people that refuse to love the, the truth and so be, be saved. They refuse to send a love letter back. So the point is that God has done his part. And my question for all of us is, have we? So he's written us this love letter is, come to me, follow me, believe in me, receive this amazing transfer of penalty that I've done for you. And the question for us is, will we, will we respond? Will we respond by, by belief or faith? Just saying yes. It's not very complicated. It's the, it's the big a- amen. Say I agree. And maybe I'm sorry, or I was wrong, or for those of us that are older, what have I done? And let's learn to love the truth. So remember that the language of election is God's love language. And our choice, the language of our choice and repentance and belief is our return posting to him. All this ends up, there's nobody proud before the Lord. There's nobody Saying "Ta-da! I've got this." We're on—we're on our knees with our hands over our mouths. Uh, so today, you have received a love letter, and in our passage, the Gentiles have received a love letter. My charge, my hope is, hey, let's write one back. I'll see you tomorrow.